0: Good morning again. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. I always feel good and secured in the house of the Lord. We are thankful that we can be here all together. Those who couldn't make it, we pray that the Lord will visit and bless them and be with them. And I hope they're watching on the web. Well, six days from now, we say goodbye to this year. And regardless of what happened, this is what I want to talk about. It's been a good year. Regardless. Because the Lord was with us, and he is with us. And he made it through. And I chose this morning a couple of verses I want to read. And some of you would say, hey, what this has to do with a message at the end of the year. Okay, we shall see what God has for us. Philippians chapter 4. Let's open our Bibles. Philippians chapter 4. Verses 4 to 9. Rejoice in the Lord. Verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgivings, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren... Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things, the things you have heard, learned, and received, and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace shall be with you. Amen? May God bless his word. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are very thankful to be in your presence. And may the words that I have will be your words, and it will reach our hearts, and we will live by This word, because it is the only thing that gives us nutrition spiritually and physically and help us to make it through this life. Bless us again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Last week, I think you agree with me, we had a great celebration, a glorious celebration of Christmas. We heard about God's message from heaven that says, I bring you good news, actually great news, the birth of a Savior. And we celebrated his birth, and I hope you had each and every family, you had a great Christmas. Yes? Amen. Now, let's look at what Paul wrote here, and it's effect in our lives. Let's reflect on the source of the joy that the Lord announced by the angel and of what is written in here. And Paul knew the church in Philippi very well. They were a blessing to him. And he knew also their weaknesses. He knew their problems. He knew their growth. In every way, he knew the church very, very well. It was a dear church. In Philippi, Paul was beaten with Silas and taken to jail. So, he knew their jail also. He knew everything. He knew the church there. So, Paul thought at this time... That the church needed some exhortation. I tell you one thing. We need ourselves the same exhortation that Paul wrote to the church in this section. And we need that to abide and listen carefully to the word of God. To abide by by this word. We also, why do we need it? Because we have something there that he is telling us to rejoice about. We have Jesus Christ, our Savior, to rejoice about. Though Christmas is behind us, waiting for another one this coming year, though Christmas and the joy and the uh, And all the lights and everything you prepared and we prepared for Christmas is behind us. Yet, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That tree will be gone. Everything will be down and left in the attic or anywhere. But Jesus Christ is still alive in our hearts. He is our joy. And this is what Paul has said. Though you have some problems, though you have people unsaved, though you are facing persecution from outside and sometimes from inside. Church, he said, think of one thing. Look back a little bit. Look back a little bit and see who brought you thus far. Who brought you thus far? And this is what he says. Forget the things that disturb you. Forget the things that make you sad. Forget the things that you failed to do in the past. Forget your promises. Forget everything. Just remember that to rejoice in the Lord. We still have the Lord. We have, and he said, rejoice. You've had such situation. Oh, didn't we? Didn't we have scary situation? We went through, and we're going still, we went through three of this pandemic, three phases. We had COVID, COVID-19, right? We had, uh, what's the second one? Delta. Uh, Delta. Delta, and then the third one, Omicron. Yeah, I say it in French. Yeah, it's Omicron. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? The world is crazy. Today, I read on the Internet they have canceled canceled all New Year's celebrations globally. This affects everybody, globally. This affects churches. We plan to resume Sunday schools. We plan to resume Wednesdays and Mondays. We plan to be a church again like we used to be. But this is going to delay us. It's not going to stop us. Is going to delay us. And people are living in fear. People are scared because of this. But in the midst of this, Paul is, has issued an exhortation, if you will please. He said, Rejoice in the Lord," And this is my word to you this morning, let us not lose the spirit of rejoicing in the Lord. You know, whatever happens, the joy that play, was placed in our hearts when the, when the day when we were born, joy, the joy that we have will never leave us. It'll be maybe clouded at times, it'll be covered with situations that we go through at times, but that joy stays in our heart. And today I tell you, whatever happens, good news or bad news, the good news from heaven, and it, it was announced by the angel, I have good news for you. Great joy. Jesus was born. It was He was born in your heart. And I say this, whatever happens, That joy will not leave you. Keep that joy. This is why Paul said, he knew the church. He knew what they were going through. And you say, how come our church, we go through, thank God. Thank God. We don't have big problems within, but whatever we go through as a family of God, remember this, that joy that was planted in your heart that day you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, that joy will never be taken away from you. And Paul said, time. Time to tell them, to remind the Philippians. What? Paul rejoiced always. And I say rejoice." And I say one thing, when people look at you, when people talk to you, when they do business with you, with me, with us all, what what do they see? Do they see the joy that we have in our hearts? And Paul said, I say again, rejoice. Did you hear me, he said? Do you understand? Well, write it. I don't know... Uh, Who was sitting with him. But write it down. Rejoice. And I say again rejoice. Please remember that. Remember whatever happens last year. Or yesterday. Or two months ago. Or I say rejoice. And I say again rejoice. The world needs a religion of what? Of joy. Not a religion of. I don't know how to do that. People look at us and they should see the joy that is within in our faces. You carry that. Many people live in defeat and despair today. They search for joy. But you know what? They cannot find it in the wrong places they are looking for it. The only way to find it is In Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Think with me. Paul did not say, Rejoice in your health. One's health can fail. Paul did not say, Rejoice in your wealth. You may not have wealth, and even if you did, you could lose it. Paul did not say, Rejoice in your family. One's family could be a source of unhappiness. Rather, Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Are you rejoicing this morning, this afternoon now? Are you rejoicing? He encourages the Philippian church and us at the same time to make a spiritual inventory at this moment. Of that which gives life and a meaning to life. Which one gives us a purpose? He urges us truly. He urges us to value which is valuable. And to find our greatest satisfaction... In Jesus Christ, period. Stop there. And it is an opportunity, church, today, to look back a little bit. Not to complain. Dean mentioned that. Not to say, well, hey, this year is gone. Yes, it is gone. Oh, I want to forget it. I'd like to forget the bad things. But I think we learned many lessons. We all learned as families many lessons. We can think of many things. But think with me. Of the joy of the Lord. It was with us. If it weren't. If it weren't for the Lord. Where would we be today? I always use at a New Year's message. Next week, I don't know whether I'll use it. I'm going to use it this year. When Samuel, he just put a big stone before the children of Israel and said, Thus far, the Lord has helped us. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. We made it. Omicron or nothing. Nothing. We will make it by the grace of God. As long as we obey the rules. Amen? Well, I have another thing to share with you. The psalmist of old said something. He said, bless the Lord in the midst of... Of, he had problems, David had problems from everywhere. He said, "Bless the Lord, O my soul. And I say, again, bless the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Now remember in the midst of that to sing, to praise him, to praise the Lord, to sing. You know what, who reminds me of who, in the midst of a problem, who sang? Can you sing? Paul? Silas? They were thrown in jail, right? And when they were thrown in jail, the magistrate of Philippi instructed the jailer, just to put them in the inner prison. That means it be dark there. And they, there is no way they can escape. They were sitting there. And what happened? They started singing. well, I tell you one thing. It didn't matter how they sounded whether Paul had a voice or Silas had had a good voice. What matter is God heard their singing. Are we praising God? Are we humming a song in our hearts? Are we singing? We enjoy when we hear the worship team, now recently the Bible Touch and the choir. They just Touch our hearts. They speak to us. And here, we don't have any choir there. There wasn't any choir. There wasn't any gospel touch. There wasn't any worship team. There wasn't music. There were two voices thanking God. And what happens? God hears you. God heard them. In the middle of the night, he heard them. And what they say, he sent an earthquake, he said, I'm going to rescue. This is when God comes in. I am going to rescue you. Earthquake opened the doors of the prison completely. And God was over the, the whole jail, the whole building. And this was not only a rescue situation, it was a message to all the prisoners, and a message to the whole, the magistrate and the city and the rulers of the city. When our attitude is of thanksgiving and praise, when our attitude is, as the Bible says, in um, Psalm 105, sing to him, sing praises to him for an enjoyable song will reach deeper into the hearts when it's accompanied by the Holy Spirit. It reaches all the hearts of the people around. And it did in this instance. It did. So lift up your voice. And with thanksgiving. And let the praise flow out of your heart. And give God all the glory. Someone said, a religion which saves should be a religion which sings. We cannot sit in the church and we we'll let sing. When the sing, singing comes in, when there is a, a song, let's sing it all together. You know who hears. The Lord hears and answers your prayer. Paul, suppose we do not, and we could not, because we are sad inside, we could not sing. And you know what he says? Whatever your problem is, there's a cure for it. We read it in Philippians 4. There's a cure. And he tells them, Do not worry about anything. We repeat that all the time. Be anxious for nothing. We repeat it all the time. He said, Do not worry. But in what? This is the cure. In everything. By prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. And let your everything, this supplication, be known to God. That's the cure. You're worried, you're in fear, we don't know what's gonna happen. Only God knows. If God knows, send send your request to him. He knows. You didn't you don't need to worry. You have you're going back, you have postponed some business deals, you have postponed some decisions, say when I go back after New Year, when I go back after Christmas. I'll attend to it, okay? And now, you start thinking, effective tomorrow, right? You start thinking a little bit, what am I going to do? How am I going to face the new year? How am I going to face these problems at work? (coughs) We have work. Most of us go to work. How am I going to face them? And if you have not an answer now, put these problems in prayer and supplication. Make your request known to God. And what does he say? God will hear. What does the Bible says? And the peace of God. You got any problem? Just put it there. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your minds. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. He'll give you peace. And when he gives you peace, that means he's going to help you face the problem. Either he will solve it from you, for you, or it will pass. Oh. And you work harder to make it happen. Whatever the case is, God will resolve it. Just rejoice in the Lord always. And people are looking at us. While they are completely lost. They don't know what to do. The doctors don't know what to do with this new thing. They don't know. They can't, they can't tell you. How? What's going to happen to you when you get sick? Some people say miles, some people... Now, all the... They say today, all the hospitals and ICUs are getting full. That means people get sick and they are going to go to the hospital. Today, this morning, early, I was reading it. Where do we go from here? We go to the Lord. And the Christians especially... In this land that God has given us, let us rejoice in the Lord. We cannot rejoice in anything. If life comes back to normal, we rejoice in the Lord. If we have to live uh, another year like this, it's going to be tough and gloomy. Tough and gloomy. Praise the Lord. Help us. You go through it. With His grace and help. I do not think there's anything in the world more stimulating and uplifting than to keep remembering what He has already done on our behalf. Remember. I was going to title this message, Remember what the Lord has done. Remember what he's done for you and for me. Remember great things he has done. He promised Moses this great thing. He promised Moses when they were in the land of Egypt. This will increase your faith. And he said, Moses, go take them. I'm going to tell you. Go take You know, in my language, I tell you, go take the children. All the Hebrews that you have here, take them to the land of milk and honey. And he was in Egypt. He said, I'll meet you at Horeb. I'll meet you there. Pharaohs and his army could not stop them. The river Nile could not stop them. The scorpions and the wild beasts in the whole wilderness could not stop them. The army of Amalek could not stop them or do anything. Why? Because God has said it and it's going to happen. And they reach for it. What a great God we have. Even if it took them 40 years. Because of them, not him. Because of their sins still. And he says to us, I'll meet you in the air. Nothing can stop us. Nothing will stop us. Because God has said it. If you want to know that he's coming, I tell you one thing. Open Revelations chapter 22. Three times. Three times he said, Let not your heart be troubled. I am coming quickly. How quickly? It's in his heart. He knows. I am coming. He said, Okay, didn't you hear me? I am coming. We didn't hear you. Third time, I am coming quickly. So, Church of God, rejoice because He is in control. And he is letting things happen the way he planned them. And he is taking care of you and me. Just remember. Remember. Not your failures. We did. But remember what God has done the past year in your life. And praise him for everything. Rejoice in the Lord. And Paul the last thing the last thing he says, live a life worthy of the gospel. I repeat them, no comments. Whatever is true, whatever is honourable, be this be this person, whatever is honorable, whatever is right. Let's live this way. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely whatever is of good repute, is, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. Praise God. We have the word of God to encourage us and to help us make it through. Let's bow our heads. Our Father, we are thankful for your word. May it always help us to make it and to live a life worthy of the gospel. Help us to be examples to people around us, to this whole world, and help us never to forget to rejoice in you, Lord. Be with us and send us home safely. And Lord, as we Know that we have few days left in year 21. Help us to be an example. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.